Hey, my name is Yolanda and welcome to Frank Factualities, the podcast. Tune in each week as I speak frankly about life experiences from my perspective and offer you a bit of unsolicited advice. Let's take a little time to laugh, to think, and to cry as we tackle some serious topics and some not so serious topics. Be sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Welcome to Frank Factuality is the podcast. My name is Yolanda. Thank you all for tuning in another week for another episode. I am doing just fine, actually. I know you guys didn't ask, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Oh my God, I actually just dropped my whole uh, mic stand. It came out of its little uh, holder thingy, so my bad guys how's everyone doing um as i just stated i'm great i hope everyone else is doing great uh i know last week i teased you all about having this um guest host that was going to tell this great story um however sometimes getting guests and working with your schedule and their schedule doesn't always work out so He's not here today. However, his story will be told. Um, I'm not sure if our schedules will ever meet, to be honest. And I remember Rob telling me, you guys remember Rob, he came on, he was my first co-host, guest co-host, and he's also my podcast mentor. And when we were discussing pros and cons, when I first uh, wanted to start this, he was saying that he at first had co-host and that sometimes it was difficult with everyone kind of being on the same schedule and being able to record the same times. So I definitely am seeing a, just a glimpse of that just with this little uh, fun trial run of guest co-hosts. So uh, I won't make any of those announcements again. What I will say is it's uh, you'll see <laughs> you'll be surprised. So let's get straight into straight into street talk. Ooh, tongue twister there today. All right. So Congratulations to LSU, uh, women's basketball team, college basketball. They did an amazing job. They won the ship as uh, the little kids on that movie. I don't know the name of it would say. Uh, Of course, I'm from South Carolina, so I can't lie. I was rooting for the Gamecocks, but hey, it is what it is. I'm happy for LSU. What I am not happy about is the press release and all the like still continual exposure of what's going on. Obviously, you know, there's been a debate about Angel from LSU doing the, you know, you can't see me uh, hand gesture to Caitlin from the other team. And so people have been spinning that out saying, you know, it's okay when they do it and we can't do it. They're talking about race, obviously. White girl does it. It's okay. Black girl, uh uh-uh, she's rude. She's disrespectful. I think that, you know, <laughs> if you can't stand the heat, get out the kitchen. If it's good for you to do it, regardless of race or uh, or gender or whatever, if you do it, you should be able to, if you dish it out, you should be able to take it. So um, if Caitlin didn't have any issue with it, which I'm sure she didn't because she did it, then no one else should have an issue with it. And then, of course, then the spinoff of that with um, First Lady Biden inviting both of the teams to the White House. And I know recently her press secretary made a statement saying, oh, you know, of course, she looks forward to having LSU trying to kind of clean that up, saying they're not inviting the other team. 
So that's a lot. That's a lot going on. I low key am just tired of it. It's like every single news feed I I go, you know, on whatever social media platform, that's all I'm seeing. Pop, pop, pop. So I not that I'm looking forward to bad news. No, I just need something else interesting to go on for right now. I, I'm not a sports fan. I don't think I have ever shied away from admitting that um, I will watch it. I am in a house of guys. So whatever they watch, I watch. I'm not that girl that's like, I don't want to see it. Uh, my daughter played basketball for a very long time, all the way from middle school to high school. So I've been a part of basketball and track and now I'm a band mom, but um, so you learn to adjust in basketball, I will say is much easier to follow and to watch than football. So um, I'm all for it, but I'm over it now. I'm ready to move on next, 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 next. Right. Um, but fun fact, before we get off of street talk, this whole like John Cena thing they're saying in your face. Actually, John Cena did not come up with that. I know we saying John Cena, but John Cena himself said where he got it from. And that's from Tony Ayo from G-Unit. So just a little fun fact. It was originated from Tony Ayo and G-Unit. He was doing that little ugly dance in the video, you know, with his hand across his face. And even John Cena, like I said, admitted that that's where he got that from. So just a little quick little fun fact. In that same vein of, you know, the girls winning and taking over and them kind of um, dominating social media right now. And everyone talking about how girls basketball has kind of like skyrocketed as far as viewing and all that other stuff. And that just goes to show men, no shade to you all, but, you know, girls can do whatever they want to do. Women and men, one in the same in that our abilities are always um, should never be compared because we, of course, can do the exact same things that they can do. Now, yes, some men, people will argue that men are stronger. Men, yeah, but I can beg to differ. I know a couple of women that may be a little stronger. So don't count us out, guys. That's all I'm saying. So with saying that girls can do what guys do, the gentleman that wanted to come on had this great story. And I don't know how we got on the story when he and I talked. We were talking about something else, talking about the podcast. And I asked him how his child was doing uh, that I knew of. And then he went on the story about because um, I hadn't seen him posted the child in a while. And then, of course, he goes into uh, him thinking that he possibly had another child. And so he tells me the story that this is a girl that he pretty much had a crush on since college and that she was his college sweetheart. You know, I know we heard of high school sweethearts, but he said this was his college sweetheart and that he feels like he may have ruined the relationship with his baby mother because of this love he had for this this girl he met in college. And so because she wanted to get with him, then he entertained her. But something was always a little off. She didn't seem 100 percent into him, but because that was his crush he was all in and we know whether you're a girl or a guy how that goes that guy that you always wanted but doesn't seem to be so into you you're always super into them even over somebody that you know is cares about you more right because it's your crush and you're just infatuated is what it is and so he admitted that he was just infatuated fast forward uh she ends up telling him that he's she's pregnant and he goes to say like, OK, well, I don't really feel like 
uh, a connection. I, I feel like she has been caught in some lies before. She's been kind of distancing herself. So that was a little skeptical to me. But I said, hey, you know, I will make sure that I'm there for my child. But throughout the process of the pregnancy, he kind of fell short with going to appointments, yada, yada, yada. But when the baby came, he made efforts to reach out, see the child, get the child, that sort of thing. So because of his doubts, he decided that he was going to get a home test. Now, you know, these things are available in the Walgreens or the CVS or the Walmart, wherever, right? So he goes and gets one of those tests, takes the test, finds out that the baby is not his. Now, what he's thinking, what do I do with this information? Should I tell her? Should I just ghost them and like not say anything to her? Uh, what should I do? So his friends convinced him that he needed to have a conversation with her. So he called her up like, hey, we need to meet. We need to talk. So they go in and talk. And then he's at first kind of hesitated. Like, you know what? I don't think I want to do this anymore. But then he decides, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do it. So he asked her first, hey, let me ask you a question. How would you feel if I asked for a paternity test? And she says, well, if that's what you want, then that's fine. You can get a paternity test, right? So he felt good about that information. He said, well, that's wonderful. You know, I just want you to know that I got a paternity test and the child's not mine. So she flips out. Why would you do that? That's so disrespectful. Why would you go behind my back and do it? You know, not a, I'm sorry <laughs> that the child is not yours. Not okay. Um, I'm glad, you know, we got to the bottom of that. None of that. But and she just said she would be OK if he got the test. But knowing that he did the test already and that the child wasn't his, she just angrily uh, lashed out at him. So <laughs> the, the topic of this discussion is pretty much girls are players, too. I I <laughs> to me, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I feel like that is the most uh dirty thing a female can do to a man I will say that I mean there's a lot of things you can do to me cheating isn't the worst it's telling a guy that he's the father and he's not whether you willingly know it or you don't know it um I just think that that's the worst thing that you can do I know that there may be sometimes where you genuinely are confused and you may not know I myself haven't been in that situation but I can understand how a woman can get in that situation especially when you're out and you're young and you're wild and these people are younger than me um, at least by 10 years or so, maybe more. And so I can understand if you're just kind of wilding. But I think if you're uncertain, it's best to say, I'm not sure, especially if you're not dealing with, um, you know, most of the time in those situations, these, these people aren't girlfriend, boyfriend, they weren't. And so for you to say, I'm not sure, especially since you guys never said that you were monogamous, I don't think anybody would be offended. But then as a woman, I think that you should expect for a man not to be involved during the pregnancy. It's like you can't have your cake and eat it too, right? I don't know. Well, I ain't gonna say I don't know. I'm pretty sure you guys have watched at least one episode of Maury. Boy, if Maury don't tell you the story, I mean, you've seen it, how women will say and and 100% just be adamant that this is the father. And then it comes back that they're not. But because the man was denied and or wanted a paternity, it was like, why weren't you for, there for doctor visits? Why didn't you take care of the child? If I know that there's a possibility that this man is not the father, I'm not going to make them feel obligated or make them take care of a responsibility. And they're uncertain. I just... Me personally, I just think that that's unfair. At the end of the day, you're not sure it's best to say, listen, there's a possibility that this child is yours, but it's also a possibility that it's not. It's you and some and this other guy that I was dating. I apologize. I know this can be a scary thing, but 
I just want to let you know, you know, I'm having the baby and we can get a paternity test as soon as it's done. Now, we've talked about this a little bit because uh, that guy on social media that time said that he wasn't going to take care of a child that he told the woman to get rid of. Um, and I told you all how I felt about that. I feel like if you have that discussion and a man is like, I'm not taking care of a child, I don't want a child, blah, 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 then you got to weigh your pros and cons and you know, most women will probably still petition the court for paternity and ask for child support, even if the man says they don't want to be responsible for that child to each his own. I'm not here to judge. I'm just giving you my perspective and my opinion. So with that girl doing that and not telling him and just adamantly saying it's your child. And then, of course, I left this part out, but she was bashing him because he admitted he wasn't really involved in the child because he had speculations that, you know, he speculated that, uh, the baby wasn't his. So she had gone, told all his friends and, and people that, you know, he's a deadbeat. He's not taking care of his child. And I think that that's what motivated him to want to find out. So she went on and and the sad part about it is it's not like she's going to go back to clean that up. She's just going to leave it out there that he's not a good father. And then does he look bad now as being the guy going back and saying, well, I just want the world to know that, she lied and I'm not the child's father. His hesitation to be on the show and wanting to have his voice distorted and not show his face says that he didn't want to embarrass that woman and put all the information out there like that. And I say kudos to him. Most men would have wanted to dog her, to blast her and even probably said names. So I applaud him for not you know, being belligerent with her, even in that moment, and even later wanting to blow up her spot by saying, I don't even know if I could have been that calm and cool and collect about the situation. Um, in, in, in something like that, I probably would have been very angry, but he showed a lot of grace and a lot of, um, just stand up uppishness, if that's even a word, but you guys get what I'm trying to say. That was just, I, I, I don't know. It was just, you know, he's a stand up guy for not wanting to bash her. So I applaud him for that. And women, I'm sorry, I just have to say it because it's true. And no, I'm not talking about me or even women. Uh, maybe I'll say past 40. You know, I might be. Uh, of course, there are pros and cons. There are uh outliers, meaning that there will be some women who do this and some that don't. So obviously I'm not talking about everybody, but yes, women are players too. And I think that the biggest thing is when men, when they manipulate, it's usually for sexual purposes that they will manipulate women. And we as women have all different types of reasons why we manipulate. Most of the time we manipulate men through their emotions and our emotions. We are emotional manipulators. You play on their heartstrings. You draw them in. We have men for different things in our life. And we will make those guys think that they are the one and only or the potential. And our intent a lot of times is not even to have sex with these men. And some men are okay with that. And I don't know if men get that sometime. And most of the, a lot of time, it's these good girls, these goody two shoe gr- girls that you may look at and think that she's not like that. She won't do that. Or again, as men, you have these huge crushes on these women and you don't seem to be able to wrap your head around the fact that this woman might be playing you. Uh, he got a rude awakening and, um, 
by the way, sidebar, before I get into that, y'all do make sure that if you ever in doubt, I think that that's the way to go. I hate to say it. Just buy an over-the-counter paternity test and mail that thing in and be done with it so you can have a peace of mind, okay? And that's guys, because obviously mama's baby, papa's maybe. But moving along, um, I have an intern, right? Uh, she's a woman, but I'm going to tell her story because it's the most recent and my lane back in the day stories may not be interesting. Maybe I'll add a, a, a section in there about me, but we were talking and she was just like, uh-uh, I don't want to settle down. She just graduated undergrad. She's in a graduate program now. I want to say she's either 21 or 22, but either way she was talking and she said it might be 23. So either way, 21, between 21 and 23. And she says, you know what? I don't want to be in a relationship. I tell all my guys that you are not my one and only, uh, you know, I got this guy, I got that guy. And she's like, I'm thinking this guy wants to settle down because he's been wanting to monopolize my time. He's asking me, what am I doing? If I said I'm not doing anything for the day, he's asking, can he come over? And she's thinking that he's doing that just to kind of make sure no other guy squeezes in there, even though he knows that they're not in a relationship and she's made it clear that she doesn't want a relationship. And then of course she has these other guys where, you know, uh, she called everybody has knows the term sneaky link or either she she has this guy that she goes out with, one that she, you know, going through some things and she needs to vent or needs advice from. So <laughs> you have a guy for everything. Every girl who is not in a relationship will typically have a guy for um, essentials. <laughs> That's what we're going to say. Essentials meaning if I am on the side of the road, I can call this dude. He going to come. If I need something to eat, he going to make sure that I eat. If I need somebody to drop me off at the airport, that's the guy to call. If something going on with my debit card or I need some cash real quick and I, you know, he can get it back or whatever, but I need something in the moment, this is the guy to call, right? That's old, faithful, old, reliable. My kids need something. He going to come through for the kids because they got a field trip and I need an extra couple dollars, right? You keep that guy by it. Now, what's sad is that that guy is typically not the guy they want to be with, right? What's sad is that um, in all the situations I'm about to name, most of these guys aren't the guy they want to be with. Then she got this, we're going to call him a hood dude, right? I ain't going to say the N word because that's what I want to say, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, and this like hood thug guy, he just the one that he, he, he give it to you really nice, really nice, right? And uh, the conversation ain't worth nothing, absolutely nothing. But if you ever get into a jam and you need somebody to go with you to buy a car, get your car fixed, um, you know, that intimidation factor, that person that ain't nobody going to lie to play with you in your face. You take that guy with you um, and he good for the for the late night calls. He going because he always up and um, into some shenanigans. So it's usually no sleep. He ain't really got no real job. So he good for those type of moves. Right. Then you got the guy that you love, but he don't really love you because he either got a girlfriend I hate to say it I'm being honest um or he's married and so he can't be with you but he keep promising that he gonna be with you but that's the one you like in love with he don't treat he treats you all right he give you a little bit of everybody right he make love to you sometimes like you really want him to uh he help you out when he can as long as there ain't no issue with the family or the situation and of course, if you need to go somewhere sometime, he can come through. So he give you a little dose of everything, but that's the one you really love in love with. He just ain't in love with you. He love you, but he ain't in love. And so you keep him, you keep the hope alive with that one. And that's why you entertain all the other guys because you trying to keep hope alive for this guy. And so you just playing with the other ones. Now the hood dude don't really care. 
whether or not you with him or not, because you ain't his only either. Right. The guy who taking care, who going to take care of you, the the uh, the one that come through the essential worker, um, <laughs> the essential worker really wants you. But you don't want the essential worker, but he going to stay there because he keeping out hope for you. But you got hope for somebody else. And this is the emotional game you play. All of them feel like they special. You make all of them feel like they OK. All of them might even know your kids if you got kids. You understand what I'm saying? Because you want to make them feel like they close to you, but they're in your head. They really not. None of them ain't post worthy so you you're not posting anybody um because you don't want either of them to know about any of the situations um you always got something to do when they all ask but you'll drop everything for you know for the one that's already taken or even if he's not taken with another one another woman he's taken because he's not yours and he's with something else that may be his job that may be um the streets he just ain't ready to settle down for whatever reason that is so i say all that to say again girls are players too at the end of the day girls will manipulate a situation just as men so and i know men know that they'll say that too you guys are sneaky you guys are dirty i would say in any situation whether you're a girl or a guy like my intern it's best to always be honest with the situation because you can't get mad at somebody who says that i don't want to settle down i don't want to be in a relationship you aren't the only person i'm seeing but i I feel some type of way, even as a woman, if you're not being honest, I know you think that that is you calling yourself a hoe to tell a guy that I'm not just seeing you, but I agree with my intern at the end of the day. No, I'm yes. I date other men and say, use the word date because that doesn't mean that she's sleeping with everybody. She's sleeping with the thug dude. And yeah, she's sleeping with the one she loved. But to be honest, that essential worker probably ain't getting no love unless them other two ain't been, you know, she ain't been able to contact that one for a little while. And then she just desperate for a fix. And then that essential get a, you know, just breadcrumbing him. He got to get a little something. So he stick around. So, um, now I ain't saying I done did none of this now, but maybe I have, <laughs> like, I mean, but you can't keep up with that. Once you get older, whether you in a relationship or not, you know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, married or not, you can't keep up with that after a while, the older you get and life start to kick in, you start having kids and you're married and then all these things happen. Everybody going to slow down. I don't care who you are, whether you're a man or a woman, that lifestyle of trying to, uh, juggle women or juggle men will eventually catch up with you. And it's tiring. Now, some people will forever be players and Hey, it is what it is. But in a situation where you're playing someone and then you start to get kids involved and, somebody's pregnant and the paternities are questioned and that's when you're just being completely messy I mean completely messy that same girl my intern I was telling you about she was just like yo how about I found out me and my roommate was dealing with the same guy now luckily she hadn't had sex with him yet he was trying really hard but she was like something was off with him he was coming across a little a little lame and some of the things that he was saying he was just being too extra and she just had a feeling based on what her roommate was saying that it was the same guy that was trying to talk to her. Um, and all in all that day when she left and she texted me back, she was like, yo, how about it's four girls on this call right now. All of them were dealing with the same guy. And they started comparing notes and that he had been um, having unprotected sex with all of them. And they were all like just grossed out about the situation. So that whole like, no, I'm not sleeping with anybody else. You don't have to use a condom. You like you got to know, know the person. And I know that's hard these days, which is scary. Like, I don't even know how everyone dates in this world now with so many people lying so many different things going around uh the world is smaller than you know I know we feel like oh you don't know that person I'm dating this person you don't know him uh, 
Mm-mm. I don't know. You can go to a whole nother across the world, whether you're on the West Coast and you go east or east or west, or you can go to a whole nother country and run into somebody that knows somebody that knows you. It is a really a small world. You would never know. So just be careful. Be honest. Definitely don't have it. Because I think that in the situation with the baby, uh, that story uh, the only person that's losing is going to be the child. If you don't know who your child's father is and you're manipulating men or in any case, you, you owe it to that child to find out who their father is. It's not for you to lie because you want somebody to be the father. That child needs to know who their biological father is. And I know that that can be embarrassing. And I do applaud those women that go on Mari five, six, seven, eight times trying to search for the father. That can be embarrassing. I probably want to do it in the privacy of my own home. But to be honest, those men probably don't want to take a home paternity test. They go on Maury because they get a free ride to whatever city that is Maury in. So he flies them out. He puts them up in a hotel and they get to be on TV. So a lot of times those men are doing it for the clout and just to say, oh, I was on the Maury show. And so that may be the only way those women can get those men to come take the test. I'm not going to judge her. I, you know, I wouldn't do it, but I also wouldn't have 10 men that I need to test for paternity. But to each his own, again, no judgment there. Some women get drunk at a party. Uh, some women, it's intentional and they don't know how to track their cycles. And by the way, side note to women, if you haven't learned how to do that, please track your cycle. And you can't get pregnant all of the month. Um, so you got to start tracking that thing, recognizing when your cycle comes on and when you ovulate and when that window is for you to get pregnant. I have not. And um, this is just a little education moment I guess I don't know I haven't been on birth control um probably since mm, uh probably 30 I'm gonna say about 30 and I'm 42 now be 43 in July the reason is because I had been on birth control pretty much I felt like all of my life once I gave birth to my daughter at 12 I got this thing in my arm called the nor plant and that was it's probably called something else now but they put these little five little like tube looking flexy things in your arm and they stay in there for like five years so I was on that up until uh the five years and then after that I got on I got shots the nor um the depot shots I was doing those for maybe until I got like 21 or so 22 something like that and then I ended up just doing pills birth control pills after that because I wanted to my weight was fluctuating so much between the norplant and the shots I wanted something different so after I did that I decided you know what I don't want to be on birth control anymore I want to be introduced to my regular cycle because up until the pills I wasn't really having a regular cycle and even with the pills I just felt like okay I don't want to dictate when it's coming on when it's not I just want to be natural and see what that's like because I had really never seen it by the time when I got pregnant I just started my cycle so um so anyway, I just learned how to track it, knowing when it's come on. Now you got an app on your phone. You can always put, you can not always, but you can in some apps put in when you're sexually active, indicate whether or not it was protected or unprotected. It'll show you the dates that you're ovulating and the dates that you're fertile. So you'll know, okay, if I have sex right now, I'm fertile because my ovulation date is right around the corner. Usually uh, from ovulation, it's like three to five days before, three to five days after that you can get pregnant. And I know you're thinking that is the whole month, Yolanda. No, it's not. It's really not. There's some window time there. So if you track it and you're not on birth control, just do a better job of 
kind of keeping track of who you're sleeping with if you're one of those people. Um, but even so, then just keep track of your cycle. That's what I do. I haven't been on birth control since, like I said, probably since I've been like 30. And um, yeah, I've just been being careful. So just pray for me because I don't want any more kids. <laughs> um, but I've been doing all right job, as you can see. But anyway, guys, I... Frankly, the fact of the matter is don't manipulate anybody, whether it's lying to them, saying that they're the father of the child, whether it is telling them they're the only one and they're not the only one, whether it's um, uh, telling them you're in love, you want to be with them and you know you don't want to be with them. At the end of the day, everybody deserves the truth. And men, don't be sleeping on these women. I know y'all want to trust us. And I know this sound bad. Ladies, I love y'all. I do. I'm always ladies first. Okay. But we got, let's be honest now, you know, we got it in us. We got the game now, whether or not you one of them is a different story, but we got the game. And I, I got to say, most of the time we do it better because we just, you know, men just be, the lies just be ridiculous. And I think we think a little bit deeper and make sure that things are kind of, you know, but I can tell you one thing. I, I'll tell you why I choose not to lie uh, anymore. Not about anything because I my mind bad. I'm getting older. And what I don't feel like doing is remembering what I lied about. I don't have time for that because you're going to forget what you said, especially since it's a lie. You're going to say it. And then two months later, they're going to ask you the same thing. And it's not going to be what you said. And because they care about it, they're going to remember the exact words you said. And the minute that thing don't line up, they're going to know you lying. I don't have time for that. You know, I just rather tell the truth. And trust me, I'm I'm gonna tell you and I'm you gonna learn it from me before anybody else tell you you always got to get ahead of a ahead of something if you let somebody else tell your story they're gonna always tell it wrong if you let everybody else tell your indiscretions they're gonna always tell it wrong no I'm gonna tell you and I'm gonna make sure that everything is out there in front street because ain't nobody holding nothing over my head I just I can't live like that I can't live like somebody thinking oh I got something on you um I know this I know that no I'm gonna tell it so I know my homeboy didn't tell on the girl um if I was her I would just get out and go ahead and confess it myself before he do tell it <laughs> um she need to go ahead and apologize to him because she still haven't um also inform his friends you know that she apologized to them and that she was wrong about who he was as a person and she was actually the one you know you got to get ahead of those things because at the end of the day when when the story because I'm telling it and she don't look too good even though I'm not saying names at the end of the day she got to get ahead of that make sure she tells her own story and maybe she has a I mean I can't say it's a reason why she did it but maybe she genuinely just had that messed up and but again, her response didn't say that she responded with anger, not necessarily concerned for him. And that really wasn't the way to handle it. So um, that's my time, guys. I'm out. I actually got to go on a trip for business and I got to get ready for my flight and I got to edit this prior to that. So I got a lot going on right now. I will uh, talk to you all next week. Until then, bye. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,